0: hey yo pat and he goes oh i'm eating a sandwich over here and you're like yo can i get a bet that it's like uh it's like uh uncut gems you know what i mean you know you walk up to right. pat sajak and you're like i want to put i want to put five down on pete or whatever and he's like come on what are you breaking me uh i'm sure this will make it into the final episode cut this is good <laughs> keep it going anyway. Two can play that game. Hey, I'm Pete Steele. And I'm Andrew Miller. Welcome to Two Can Play That Game, the podcast for people who have one friend. If you have more than one friend, this podcast is not for you. No, it's just for people with one, for like a, you know, like a pair, just two people. That's it. Tag team only, Andrew. Uh, This ain't no uh, Royal Rumble. That's right. uh... Uh, digger boys i don't know what are, what are some uh, who who's who are some wrestling guys well who when are those i was guys that up... had that that were like red and black they used to wear the red and black and the they red were and black of, there was a uh, couple of l- big boned gentlemen oh. you know they had like i don't know base umpire pads on and stuff and they oh <laughs> who i, I don't know which ones you're referring to the... i'm not really a wrestling guy but uh,
1: it was like road dog jesse james and billy gunn i love think. That. that's the two i remember they were they were just fantastic oh.
0: well i just i love those names the road dog and the road dog billy gun love that billy gun i
1: believe his full name was like the bad butt billy gun you know what i'm saying the bad a oh i see and uh there was the who were the ray mysterio the mysterio brothers maybe um oh man edge and Chris, there were there so were two teams. of those two of those I, I thought so um, ray
0: mysterio is one guy i know that but maybe there were I've seen Legion of Doom. That... That's what I'm thinking of, I'm pretty sure, right? Isn't that doesn't that sound familiar? Legion Who of Doom Who is it? Legion of Doom. The no, Legion I... of Doom. Were you watching no?
1: WCW? I was always WWF. I don't know. Maybe... I wasn't
0: watching anything, my friend. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't really my thing. I I did, so just I did making have it a, up. Uh, it? I, uh, like a video game. Yeah. Oh. Um wait, no, Legion of Doom. The Road See, Warriors. Just... Also known as room. the Legion of Doom. There we go, baby. Yeah, you know, okay. like video games and and stuff like that. Uh well, you're these guys are these guys are to this day the most visually interesting folks, in my opinion. Right. I had the old, I had the uh, what's his name, uh, Hulk Hogan uh, wrestling buddy growing oh. up, but uh, See, you know, it's kind of like having like a Star Wars figurine, but not watching the movies. You know what I mean? Yeah, that that
1: is because you that was like a little bit before I started watching wrestling. I think it's because you're like three or four months older than me, so you're you're from an older generation. That's yeah. why you watched the uh,
0: yeah the whole... yeah yeah. My generation knew a little thing about wrestling, Andrew. That's right. Unlike That's your right.
1: generation. Yeah, we we it went downhill once I started
0: watching. Anyway, what do we? This is not a wrestling <laughs> podcast. What do we? That was a real tangent. We. Uh, no, this is a. I'd probably jump off the roof if it were. Well, I just wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> nothing. Nothing against wrestling, but I. I would have nothing to say. So I would probably just right. sit in the <laughs> corner. Know what I mean? If it were. But this is a board game. One Andrew board that games. we do stuff about. And today, b- the board game we're talking about specifically is Skull Hollow. And Skull Hollow is a board game that has nothing to do with. Well, not that I went,
1: it's not really has anything to do with wrestling, You'd but climb there's some the rope, fighting. Kind there's of. There's some you fighting climb the involved.
0: turnbuckle in a way, yeah. but instead of the turnbuckle, it's a giant. Yeah, Andrew, this is a game about little creatures defending their home against a giant creature and by shooting arrows at them and climbing up them and trying to, uh, trying to fell the beast, if you will. Know what I mean? Yeah. If you had to sum this game up in one sentence, Andrew, what would you, what would you say? One sentence explanations.
1: Pete, gotta be honest with you. I just look at my notes here. I did not write one of these, so let me think of that. <laughs> I'll
0: go first. <laughs> I don't know how that escaped it, me. I... <laughs> go ahead, you do Well, it. you know what I mean? Maybe maybe somebody... Maybe your wife... All right, no, you know what? I got, you and, uh, I got one for You it. were you, you forgot all about it. I got you, one. You got, I got one, one for okay. You. Yep, this is uh, Skullcallow,
1: the game where... Giants like Andre the Giant and the Big Show of WWE fame fight off against Little Foxes for some reason.
0: Skullcallow. That's it. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm going to give you a little bit of time to, uh, to actually think of one. No, just <laughs> <laughs> so your one sentence uh, explanation, Andrew, is the game where the Big Show and guys like uh andre, the, andre giant. the giant and the foxes climb them up them and skull hollow. that's your sentence <laughs> they
1: face off they face off against little foxes yep okay that's my yeah. that's my sentence i'm not sure if that sentence was grammatically correct at all i didn't write it down i didn't have it
0: spell checked but that's that's hey sentence. andrew check this out it doesn't matter if that sentence was grammatically correct you know what i mean <laughs> I kind of I kind of know a lot about wrestling for a guy that never watches wrestling, right? <laughs> it doesn't matter what the uh, yeah, Andrew what uh, uh anyway. This is my one-sentence explanation of Skullkalo is a retelling of David and Goliath for furries who could care less about the Bible. Ah uh, yeah, that's perfect actually. Um wow, it's like you wrote that ahead of time. What are you cheating? Jeez, louise Uh, (laughs) yeah you're right prepping for the show is actually we consider that cheating that's uh (laughs) we don't prep why it's so bad
1: (laughs) we do this all on the spot in fact we don't even play the game ahead of time we just like you know just kind of think about what it might have been like
0: in fact we hate board games actually (laughs) just revealing like just pulling the curtain back on (laughs) the whole thing's a fraud
1: yeah no we hate we never played a board game in our lives we're not even friends uh This is all just made up.
0: Yeah, this is a secular David and Goliath, uh, Andrew. no, that's for people who are only only in it for the little against the big. They don't really care about what it means about like the tribes of Israel and stuff like that.
1: Right, just just the action-packed story part of it, and not all the other stuff. Right.
0: Yeah. Now, Andrew, yeah. why do we keep mentioning little folks going up against big folks, huh? Why don't we talk more about this game and uh, break it down for the for the people at home? Okay. This is a game that takes place in like a fictional land where mm-hmm. you got fox people, uh, anthropomorphic foxes, and they're running around. They have like a, uh, a life on this planet or whatever. Right. It's kind of like the foxes are like, if you've ever seen, we'll talk more about
1: this later. I love this game, first of all. The foxes are not my favorite part. But the the foxes look a lot like... Have you ever seen Disney's Robin Hood movie? You seen that one, Pete? Remember back in the day, they're like I know that one, but I'm foxes.
0: but I disagree.
1: But yeah, no, you disagree. No, well, I saw a lot of I saw a lot of people online saying the same thing as me. I I yeah,
0: they're wrong too, Andrew. But we'll oh, get into that
1: later. Might, <laughs> I might have to choke. I might have to choke slam you for that one because I. I'm, I'm gonna st- <laughs> into a table. <laughs> Through <a> <laughs> the Spanish announce table. Yep. <laughs>
0: Well anyway Andrew they got these foxes that <laughs> that uh, people think look like uh, Disney's Robin Hood uh, if, if they uh, if they're wrong you know what I mean no, and you're right. uh, and no. then you mm-hmm. got and then you got big old guardians. so basically they've been living a life trying to scrape together a life in this godforsaken world yeah. and then all of a sudden these guardians are brought back from slumber and they yes. think that they've kind of that the foxes have essentially like uh, invaded the land and so they're trying to get rid of them so the, the foxes are fighting against the big giant guardians of the of the of the land and the big giant guardians are trying to kick off the people that they think are invaders basically to purify the land
1: right so this game is a an asymmetric game right so one person is in control right. of the giant guardian monster and the other person is control of like an army of little foxes and uh so right. so you, you have very different things going on in each side which is pretty cool you know with the with the guardian you just have basically one figure to move around some of the guardians have different powers and that's the other thing about this game it has four different guardians that you could choose from to play as and they all have mm-hmm. they're all completely different strategies and different powers and and even different objectives, like different ways that they can win the
0: game. Right, right, right. Things that they have to accomplish. You know, they can all they can all kill the leader of the foxes or do other stuff to win, basically. Right. And uh, on the foxes' side, you can choose one oh, four different leaders to lead <laughs> your army of foxes, basically. And they all have some different abilities. But the foxes always have just one objective, which is to kill the the beast, kill the guardian, basically. Yes. The guardian has a certain amount of hit points, essentially, that are spread throughout its body you have to like take out different parts of its body by attacking it a certain number of times and if you can take it all out the beast falls and is and is dead and they get to i guess you know live in harmony who knows i mean (laughs) kind of not harmony it's kind of like a man versus nature vibe to it you know what i mean it's it's interesting right, it's a bear because grills. they each each a bear each side vibe. has like a yeah it's a bear grill um basically this is this started out as a bear grills board game that they then reskinned with uh <laughs> <laughs> with foxes and guardians yeah you remember that episode
1: of man versus wild where he had to fight against the giant and then he drank his own urine right you remember that
0: one yes that one yes exactly exactly that's they they dropped the uh, the urine from this game but uh t- <laughs> a lot of people were not happy about it andrew i'll tell you what but uh, it, the the way they wrote the story each side in this game kind of has like a somewhat compelling argument for like why they should win or whatever you know what i mean uh so I you don't have to feel bad if you're the guardians and you don't have to feel bad if you're the foxes it's like right, they're both no just good guys, trying bad to guys, yeah right so they so that was kind of nice you know what i mean the, this is a game uh, by pencil f- first i believe and and uh they make some uh, some nice decisions with their with their game making in terms of trying not to fall into old tropes basically
1: now, the, the mechanic of this game, there's no dice or anything, you move and attack just by uh, playing cards. And uh, you have a certain number of cards that you pick out of your out of your deck, and you can play a certain number per turn, depending on how many your character has, and you can get these little power tokens with the cards and things like that. But all that is pretty simple once you learn it maybe the first time or so. But that's how you do it. You move around, and the board is very small too. It's 9 by 9 square. The interesting thing is, though, of course, when the foxes approach the guardian... Uh, then there's a whole separate board which is sh- uh, pretty big it's almost as big as the other board and it's shaped like the guardian uh and it has yeah a, it's basically a detailed map of the guardian's body so you're supposed to be mm-hmm. imagining that these foxes are climbing up on this giant uh like godzilla type of creature and then you right hop you hop around and attack the different spots on the guardian right
0: right right uh if you uh this game gives me a lot of Video game vibes, honestly, yeah. and one of the you know biggest inspirations for it probably uh, was Shadow of the Colossus, which is yes. like kind of an old cult uh, favorite from the PS2 era, where um, you played as a, as a, a horseback riding young man who would ride up to a giant creature and then climb all over it trying to take it out. Right. Uh, so uh, I'm I'm sure that was like a, a big inspiration for them in, in this respect. And so that is yeah. Once you as the fox once you get close enough you can leap up on and start literally slamming your sword into different parts of their body as you leap around them so it's very cool and,
1: and as you attack the different parts then the different ability they correspond to different abilities that the giant has and so you might not be able to use certain attacks you know you might not be able to throw mm-hmm. them off of you for instance or you might not be able to attack you know certain squares on the board or, uh, yep. or heal heal yourself is another Uh, ability that you have you know so very cool yes you if if the fox
0: is like essentially take out the arms then you can't do the actions that you would do with your arms etc so yeah that's a a very cool element to it as well definitely
1: yeah i i think it's just there's a lot of replay value because there's multiple leaders there's multiple guardians there's a lot of strat different strategy with each one so, uh, so that it's that's the cool thing about this game, I think.
0: Yeah, that's just me, but what do I know? <laughs> well, Andrew, I know something that you know, and that is the history of this game. as that's As right. always, you took the time to look up some history about this game. let me let me know how this game came to be. I did take the time to do that, and I went on a few
1: websites uh, at my local library, had to boot up the old uh, windows ninety
0: five at the local library, and I went on some websites. I uh, found went on, th- went on uh, Instant Messenger and, uh, yeah. you know, there was five people in the world using it. And you kind of talked yeah. to them about it. That's right. I, that's what I did. That's what the internet is, right? I, I assume that's what it's. <laughs> if you log into Instant Messenger right now, you think everybody's away message is up? <laughs> Actually, I think just, just I, I saw this, I think it was just like last year or maybe two years
1: ago that they finally uh, shut down that server. Like you can't log in anymore. Mm. They but they, they have like
0: a private server where, like, oh, you sure. know. At AOL headquarters, right, where they can log
1: on? It went the way of Club Penguin, if you know what I'm talking about. It's like it's not there anymore, Uh-oh. but I, I bet there are yeah, some, yeah, yeah. some fan-made A, A, AOL instant messengers out there, you know?
0: That's what I tell uh, small children when, they're, when their pets die. Is I go, oh, well, uh well, we brought uh, little uh, Bowser to Club Penguin. Know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the, big yep, <laughs> the big Club Penguin upstate. Yeah, got it.
1: The big Club Penguin upstate, yeah playing man call and call Pl- Pl- playing all right back to uh back to skull developed in 2019 so pretty re- this might be correct me if i'm wrong i think this might be the most recent game we've reviewed so far on this show is
0: that right um 2019? about time andrew yeah <laughs> uh, uh, andrew it's also <laughs> andrew might i add our 21st episode which means we are now of age we're old enough andrew yeah to play a game with meeples. This is the oh, first my game gosh. you've played that has meeples <laughs> in them, Andrew. We didn't even, well, I guess we'll get into it
1: later in a segment, but we didn't even mention that this game has amazing meeples. I mean, there are all kinds oh, of yeah. shapes and things. Well, we'll get into it later.
0: A lot of firsts in this episode, Andrew, a lot of firsts. Yeah, a lot of
1: firsts, a lot of firsts. So uh, it was developed in 2019 by a guy named uh, Keith Mateka, uh, who is probably most famous for his game called uh, Role Player, which is... Basically like if you ever played Dungeons and Dragons it's it the whole game is just making a character for J- Dungeons and Dragons that's the game apparently I've never played Oh it before, I
0: like it I right? like it
1: It's like everybody loves character creation in those role playing games and that's that's this whole game is just role player um yeah, and uh, so smart. that's probably his his biggest game and he's come out with lots of different spin offs of that one So it was created by Keith Mateka, and then uh, but the original idea came, Came from a guy named Eduardo Baraf, who is from the Pencil First uh, company there, uh, and he's basically mm-hmm. he's basically successful at running kickstarters for games uh, that other people have created and um, and promoting them in a very successful way, and you know getting the team together. So that it was kind of all yeah. his his baby you know he has right. a youtube channel edo gaming with edo i think it's called and he reviews games but cool. anyway the kickstarter was very successful and uh if you were one of those lucky people who contributed you got a mini expansion pack with like ancient artifacts or something like that yes yes so that was that but the uh and the art we got to talk we're going to talk more about the art but the art was done by a guy yeah. named uh, dustin dustin faust uh, who mm-hmm. is pro- most of his career was spent in video games, making uh, characters for video games and things like that, which I think comes ah. through a lot with this, right? Because we Yeah, were saying, we were saying it yep, yep. seems like a video Like game. I
0: said, video game vibes, and and there you go, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: right. Um, and they're still pretty active on that Kickstarter. They are currently working on a sequel at the time of this recording. They're working on a sequel called Mall Peak. Mall Peak, where instead of foxes, it's bears, right? Right, I thought it was about Darth Maul but it's not it's about it's just Oh it's just yeah. Maul. It's like right, you got really Maul. excited.
0: Yeah. You kickstarted it by buying five of them before you realized it Right. <laughs> wasn't about the infamous Sith Darth Maul from Star Wars episode 1 but oh well that's all right. This game looks good too. It's instead of foxes Maul it's about Maul peaks bears. where Darth Maul uh peaks in on you, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. It's like a Don't Wake Daddy variant where uh you know you got uh if if Darth Maul peaks in on you, you know what I mean, while you're <laughs> and right. then you wake up. He says, honey, you, you, you got
1: enough snacks? Are you, are you winning honey? <laughs> What's that meme? Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> uh-huh,
1: uh-huh. So mall peak is one of the locations, correct me if I'm wrong, on the Skullcala map. It comes with like one of those maps, kind of like you'd see it, like the beginning of like the Lord of the Rings, where it shows you all the locations in the, which I, mm-hmm, when we first mm-hmm. played this, I thought, well, why do we need all these different locations when we're only playing in Skullcala, which is just one of the locations on this big world map. Uh, right. But now I know right. they're planning on making a bunch of sequels, I guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They had written out a, uh, um, a bunch of lore, basically, that you can read in the instruction manual about the different locations and the different like tribes of animals, essentially. Yeah. So, uh, of course, makes perfect sense in hindsight that you know setting it up for some expansions, which is great.
1: I gotta say, bears also featured in Disney's Robin Hood. I believe Little John was a bear, so I just yeah I just get the feeling that they're just cop. And next it'll be a chicken or something like that, or a mole. Right? Wasn't one of them a mole?
0: Are they? Is that true from Robin uh, Hood? They're mo- yeah, oh, well, chickens there was some and chicken Moles? i think it was a mole friar
1: tuck i believe was a mole or some kind of hmm. creature like that but the sheriff was a, a wolf i think oh and there was a lion too. are a lot of animals in that robin hood was a fox though. that's why i remember that
0: oh robin hood was definitely a fox he was a he's stone a- cold <laughs> fox if you know what i mean <laughs> oh i know what
1: you mean in every movie he's a stone cold no he's holding a bow and arrow just like the foxes on this that's why i'm thinking robin hood because it looks like that he's holding a bow and arrow
0: because of the bow and arrow yeah well and also
1: the art style and everything about them but okay <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway mall peak is going to be a standalone game and, and it'll have four new guardians but you're going to be able to also mix and match heroes and guardians from the other game as well so you could play you okay. know mix it, and you could also they say you can link them together and do a four-player version which obviously we'll never do but you could have two yeah. people playing as two different guardians and two people playing as, as Fox um, leaders. So that could be cool okay. if you well, That's kind cool. of cool. people. But we know none of you listening to this will ever be doing that, so I don't even know why I Yeah, said it's it.
0: unfortunate that uh, none of us will have any, any more than one friend ever in our life, yeah. you know, and we could maybe uh, give that a shot. But, but like I said, you can
1: check it out. And uh, if you want to contribute to their Kickstarter, you want First Dibs on Mall Peak, it's going on right now, I believe so. So check it out. That's it. It's got a short history because it just just came out a couple years ago. And mm-hmm. uh, all I got to say, I guess, is that uh, why don't we start talking about the packaging of this game? Okay, Andrew, nice package. Nice package. Okay, well, I just wanted to talk about the packaging of this game, Pete. You didn't have to go ahead and just start talking about that. But all right, here we go.
0: Uh, sorry, I was talking to Robin Hood. I was talking to this picture of Disney's Robin Hood that I uh brought up on my screen andrew but <laughs> oh, sure i guess you know i'm sorry i got distracted for a minute but we can get back into whatever you wanted to talk about oh the packaging of the game the right. packaging right this is nice package where we review the packaging the rule book
1: the arts the pieces etc all that stuff
0: what are your thoughts Pete? andrew let's get into the meeples i'd say because yeah uh, it's we all about mentioned the it before and i can't contain myself these are some of the best dang meeples i've ever seen in my Gosh darn life, Andrew! These things are well made. They're yeah. smooth as can be. They're shaped very well. They're cute somehow for a meeple. Yes. And one of the best parts, the colors, the pigmentation of these yes. things is darn good. I I never thought in my life I'd be sitting here talking into a microphone about the colors of meeples being so good <laughs> that I'm excited. But I'll be I'll be darned, Andrew. This this stuff looks good. I mean, it, look up a picture of this stuff and tell me you you, you know you're not salivating. Now most
1: people I think might know this but some people listening are not as into board games maybe as we are so meeples are these little wooden oh yeah f- figures that look like people right but they're not very they're usually not very detailed this looks like a kind of like a fat stick person basically um but these are Ooh, more yeah. th- these are the same but they're kind of shaped more like a fox maybe a little bit you know there's not a lot of detail on mm-hmm. there but that's kind of it's kind of the fun part of it and there's also the the thing that blows me away about this game is that you've got the guardian meeples are very large and intricately cut you know with like because they're all different shapes there's the one that's like got eight different arms you know and that one's mm-hmm. cool looking and all kinds of different uh, shapes going on so i think that automatically if there's a leaderboard of meeples this game's number one
0: yeah i mean they didn't uh they didn't skimp they didn't cut corners this stuff looks good and they're all very different like sometimes you'll get a game where they just it's just a hundred of the same shape basically and that's cool right. you know what i mean like that's still satisfying but these people went over and above and they made uh they put like different symbols on the different fox meeples you know to differentiate them like yeah. i said they have different colors on there that look great there are so many different shapes and varieties of them because there's also like wooden cutouts of like hearts that they use for health and things like that and to show like wounds that people get and like you said all of those guardians are are all very intricately cut out which is great they really just did a smash-up job with all of the components i'd say the like wooden components for this game and
1: honestly when we started playing this i thought i looked at the art i looked at the meeples i was like wow this is very flashy this is like very you know and i thought "Eh, this is this is probably just gonna like cover over the gameplay but the gameplay itself i thought was still pretty good you know but
0: the the -hmm. meeples are the thing that really shine in this game it's the first thing you notice yeah meeples look great they drew my attention immediately the board looks great, I'd say. Yeah. Like you said, the art's good, uh, Andrew, so that yes. that is uh, shows up in a lot of different ways, uh, but the I think the board looks great. It looks like the kind of place that you'd want to just, you know, walk around in, quite frankly. Um, it's a cool little village. On one, uh, There's nine different squares, and they each are differentiated by, like, having something else, something specific going on in them. You know, one is the start place for the heroes, which is, like, a, their little village. One is a start place for the guardians, which is, like, a cave-type place. Yeah. One is, like, a mine. One is a is a a farm uh, one is just a clearing in the middle of it, and it it just it it's all different. It all looks good. It was illustrated very nicely. I think it's it's both cute but also um, real somehow realistic, you know, to a certain degree. And it just inspires you to to want to be there.
1: Yeah, it is kind of weird that it's kind of cartoony and realistic at the same time. Yeah, but it's it's detailed but also seems somehow not detailed. It's weird. I don't know. It's mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm, it's good looking. Mm-hmm. It looks nice. And I think they could have used a little bit more of that art on the actual cover of the box. If you've seen that, they, uh, I mean, yeah. the, the cover of the box is really, it's very unassuming. It's just kind of like a shadowy, it's kind of like mysterious looking and kind of dark. And it's got kind of the outline mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. one of these monsters in the background, but it doesn't really show a lot of the, once you open up the box, it's like the vibra- a col- the vibrancy. Yeah. It's like a color explosion. Once you open it up, it's like, whoa, I thought this was going to be like a black and white game. So, uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, the box is cool, but it's just, it seems like it's not really quite in line with the rest of the game.
0: It's kind of unassuming, I
1: guess. Yes, yeah.
0: It's a nice surprise. Uh, And then you open it up and and there's all the meeples, there's the board. There's the rule book, which I think is honestly one of the one of the best rule books I've ever seen, Andrew, just because it's pretty much all illustration. Like you know what I mean? If you if you're talking like the ratio of text to illustration this yes. is a great ratio, in my opinion, because it gets right to the text that it needs. Some people said that they had trouble following some of the directions, but I think it's very clear, uh, and it's very simple, I think, the directions and the way that they lay it out. It's very understandable. And then it just really catches your attention the entire way because from beginning to end, every step of the way, there's some sort of illustration, and it really just it bursts out of the page, at you, I, I, I think. The actual instructions of how to play the game, because the rule book, it's when I
1: first saw it, I think, oh, it's, it's a little long. But the actual instructions of the game are not really long. They, they have a lot of pages at the end. Like, I think it's like a whole page devoted to each of the monsters and like each of the Fox heroes mm-hmm. gets like half a page. So, you know, there's a lot yeah. of stuff like that, which I think is great. You know, you get to learn a little bit about all the characters in the game. But yeah, no, I, I mean, it's... as
0: like a reference material, I think it's yeah. it's something you do not mind going back to at any time, yeah. which I think yep. is really cool. Because sometimes, you know, some of these instruction manuals, you're like, oh, good lord, I gotta go, uh, hold on, <laughs> I gotta go jump into this instruction manual. You know what I mean? I'll be, I'll be back in an, in an hour, you know, kind of thing.
1: Well, the pictures make it easier to find what you're looking for, I think, because you're like, oh, I need to know yeah. about this character, and then you just find that that picture in there, yeah.
0: So, yeah. No, so, it's well, well done, done on that respect as well. You know what I mean? Can we talk about those
1: those guardians real quick? The artwork on those guardians.
0: The guardians, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this was that artist. Uh, what was his name again? Was it Kenneth Faust or something like that?
1: Dustin Faust. Dustin Faust. Okay. These monsters. This is my favorite part of the art i think is the monsters somehow they look less ah. less cartoony and a little more menacing i think a lot of detail in the artwork on these you got the giant like bear that's like swinging a club Grack, i think his yep. name is right you got a, yeah uh, Grack, th- yep it's like a, a scorpion that like digs underground a poda. tanthos which i think is like <laughs> kind of a reverse of uh thanos uh, almost um Tanthos is like a uh, like a big squid octopus thing made of roots which is cool because it can like put its yeah. roots up in different spots of the board um, looks very menacing and then raptra which is the one that flies it's like a big tree mm-hmm. bird thing that flies um, which is a whole other mechanic yeah. too because you get another you get a separate uh, little cloud piece that you can put underneath the meeple to show that it's it's airborne at certain times and then it can land and attack that way too so lots of cool yeah. pieces in yeah this. it's
0: very cool yeah, I I think that they did a great job designing these Guardians. I think they are some of the best parts of the game is not only how they look but how they play and and um, basically the way that they differentiated them and the moves that they use and uh, how they get around the board and, and their objectives. It's like these Guardians are... Very well thought out, in my opinion, and that's, that's and I feel salt. like hmm, that must be everything, right? I can't think of anything that we might have missed about this game. Hmm. Yeah. Now. So it seems on some like everything is great. I guess. Uh, <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold hey, on. what about wait, we the didn't, We didn't talk about the foxes, Andrew. Oh, uh, the Andrew, foxes. these foxes uh, look bad, man. Yeah. Um, listen, I this hmm. D- Dustin Fowles did a very good job with uh, almost everything in this game, but. I just don't know. And I've looked up other stuff by Dustin Faust before, too, like other games and, and even Mall Peak and everything like that. It all looks so darn good. The guy's very talented. But yeah. I can't get over the fact that there's something about these foxes I dislike. He drew better foxes than I could draw, for sure. Like, he
1: drew, yep. you know, cartoony foxes. But I see from... Well, there's two different things. One is some of them, it's just like they... I don't know. They have these weird looks on their faces or they're... They're, yep. missing, they're missing half their teeth, and they just kind of—it looks like yeah. they're—they just woke up in the gutter, and they're like, ah, you know, like I guess that might be how a fox would be if you found it in the wild and you surprised it. Maybe that's how. Maybe that's
0: what he was no, thinking. they wouldn't look that bad, Andrew. I've seen foxes. <laughs> it, it, no, it's seen not. It? There's something about this. It's almost like Andrew. It's almost like the artist wanted you to hate these foxes. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. it seems almost like an inside job, eh, quite frankly, because <laughs> they. Uh, you you talked about. Disney's Robin Hood Andrew and I disagree you know why because I think it looks like they took a baseball bat to Disney's Robin Hood <laughs> and they messed everybody up you know what I mean like right. it, you know it's right. it's like the characters the foxes from this game got into that machine from the movie the fly uh-huh. and then a family of of white trash walked right in as the doors were closing. You know what I mean? And then this is what came out. You know what I mean? These are, like you said, they're missing teeth. Their teeth are all over the place. It's a messed up, every single one of them has a messed up mouth pretty much. You know what I mean? And I don't know why you would do that. I don't know. They're supposed to be, you're supposed to root for these folks, I guess. You know what I mean? But for some reason they look uh, arrogant. Like you said, some of them have these looks where you're like, ugh, I I don't, you wouldn't want to be friends with any of these people uh now, by they the do look. them an one of them honey. looks
1: very smug you know he's like,
0: hmm, like very smug up
1: frustrated, like oh, look at me yeah you yeah. don't believe that that, yeah. that fox could be like fighting a giant monster i don't know
0: yeah i don't find myself even i, I played a lot as the foxes and i'd yeah. rather not look at them quite frankly <laughs> i'm supposed to be proud to be them or whatever but i'm like right. no this looks like this looks like trailer trash foxes you know <laughs> what i mean
1: yeah, uh, it does look like that a little bit. But even even past that, for me, and I think this might be where we differ on the foxes, Pete. For me, I just, I would rather them not be foxes at all. These these monsters
0: look Don't you more... dare, Andrew. Don't you dare.
1: <laughs> no, it's the fact that they are cartoon foxes to me is, is the thing that bothers me. Because the monsters look it almost looks like a different art style the monsters look a little more realistic and detailed and menacing and then you got walt disney's robin hood on here attacking the giant monsters. No, you it's don't like, all of a sudden it's like a slapstick comedy with these foxes uh, why couldn't they just make them people or um i don't know or make make them look a little more detailed and less cartoon i don't know something about this is just too it's too cute it's like the board is like just the right amount of cuteness but these foxes, they they tried to go too cute and and yeah, actually they failed because some of these foxes are not cute. They're like,
0: ugh. They yeah, they went right. They like went around the earth and then came back on itself. They went they went in the direction <laughs> of cute and it went so far it came back to the other end and right. was, and is unsettling. Not... You know what I mean on the on the other end of the spectrum.
1: I honestly think they just don't fit in with the rest of the game. I would rather it be. It, it's, I know. It's a, it's a cool, fun fighting game, and it, it takes me out of the whole vibe I, when I see yes. these foxes. You know? I'm like, oh, yes. No, I don't Yes, and
0: everybody at home is think is like, you guys sound insane. How could how could this possibly take you out of this game? And yet, I agree with you, Andrew. It actually kind of, <laughs> it, it does, man. It is an odd thing. That's why I say it's almost like he did it on purpose. Because, Andrew, yeah. I've seen some of the artwork for Mall Peak. It's the same fella. It looks great. Those those yeah. bears look good in my opinion yeah. and none of them have messed up teeth and so uh-huh. for me i'm like what what was the decision with these teeth my man you know what i mean <laughs> that's it, literally if they all had their mouth closed they'd be like 50 percent better but yeah. uh, but then they it is true that they do look like i don't know they they all look like brats you know uh and so you're almost like uh, even when i'm playing as the foxes i'm like rooting for the guardian i'm like yeah just <laughs> crush them they shouldn't be here anyway you know what i mean when they don't respect the earth anyway
1: yeah right I, I might agree that the bears are are an improvement but e- even so i i'm i i do not know something maybe i've learned something about myself i don't like anthropomorphic animals i want you
0: don't like cartoon animals what's that no, about I want, andrew i love I them. Want people
1: no i no 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 i just it's not in my in my semi-realistic fantasy f- game i don't want them
0: i want you could have done are elves you like a, or something
1: like that or Dwarves or something, you know.
0: I don't know. I guess, but uh, what were you not? Uh, do you not like the Redwall stuff? You know what I mean, where there's like little mouses that are archers and have swords and stuff. That's that doesn't appeal to you. Uh, it or, depends. Uh, if... Do you remember those okay. those little novels?
1: Yeah, no, I know what you're saying, but it depends if the if the rest of the world is is in line with that. Oh, like
0: you a... need them to be. You need them to be life size. Uh, you need them to be like. Uh, you don't want them to be human size. Is your problem?
1: Uh, not not necessarily. I just I just don't think they mm. match up well enough with the guardians. That's my problem. Is that these I don't believe that these cartoony foxes are fighting these awesome looking monsters. I I want them, I want them to to match. You know what I'm saying? Like the if it were if it were cartoony foxes fighting against the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man, I, I'm all on board. I'm like, yes, this is great. Uh, but not. I want to believe in these godzilla monsters and i'm not believing it when these dumb looking foxes climb all over their bodies Jeez. i gotcha i'm saying so, you're starting to get me mad about these foxes now
0: these foxes kind of look like rejected uh cereal box mascots almost right like yes. they're about to go yes. steal somebody's bowl of uh you know <laughs> they jumpy they ate... o's or something like that or <laughs> they like ate too uh, much sugar uh, sugar, cereal. sugar cinnamon uh foxy o's or something like that
1: they poured too much mountain dew on their sugar cereal every morning that's why they're missing their <laughs>
0: Yes, dude, I would believe a hundred percent that that is their backstory. And yes, and so you're right. I think we've hit upon it, Andrew. the uh, the, the guardians do not look like they would be. They're not fun enough. They're not cartoony right. enough to be on like a cereal box or whatever. They're right. more oh, serious exactly. looking. Yeah, they're more serious. So yep. yeah, interesting. That's why I interesting. Don't like interesting. It.
1: interesting. They don't match up. But also the teeth.
0: Um, well, I don't like it because I love animals, Andrew. I'm a big animal nut, and. Um, the robin the disney's robin hood stuff that stuff looked good as heck man that's why i'm so that's why i'm so offended when you say it looks like that. oh because this <laughs> you're that you're really a big fan i like of that, that movie. stuff okay, i like it nice. maybe a little too much andrew no just kidding but um <laughs> but anyway that stuff is is real art baby uh and which is to say i feel bad railing against this guy i'm really not railing against this guy he's no no uh, a, good, a really good artist um yes. i i like almost everything he he did for this game etc but man it's Something a good game too. Like
1: I like the game. I like all the other artwork. Yeah. I even could. For me, I could like these foxes in another game. You know, if it were Mountain Dew Wars of the Animal Kingdom, I'm all for it.
0: But not. Yeah, that would be kind of funny, like ironic. You know what I mean? In and of itself. Yeah. Yeah, at that point, if it's all just a crazy world, jump on board. You know what I mean? Jump on yes. all aboard, Aussie uh, Osborne voice. <laughs> all aboard. <laughs> 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 To the Mountain Dew crazy cereal game or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> Mountain well, Dew crazy cereal game. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, I feel like you're uh, about to, you know, reach your hand through the old uh, microphone wires and and uh, strangle me if I keep talking yeah. about these, bringing up these foxes. So let's let's yeah. move on and to get a little tranquil with okay. review on this.
1: review on this oh thank goodness okay i was about to blow my gasket with the foxes but we're on to my favorite segment and from what i've heard a lot of other people's favorite segments called review on this this is where pete is going to read a person's uh review
0: of the game that he found online and then we're gonna assume what their life is like you found some good ones this week pete let's get right into it andrew this person gave this game a one out of ten so pretty low Okay. And they wrote so many fake reviews for this. Check out the 10 ratings and see how many games they rated. Andrew? Whoa. This is a person who has conspiracy theories about board game reviews. <sighs> wow. Which is a very special kind of guy. <laughs> I think we can all agree, very unique yeah. of this person to do this with their life. I mean, I guess we should be glad that he's not like a cute Anon guy or whatever, oh, but, yeah, but this is like only a little bit less depraved andrew
1: you know what i mean so you're saying he took the t- he, he went onto this game and he said what how are there so many 10 star reviews i'm gonna i'm gonna look up each one of these and looked up how many other i'm gonna
0: literally were- look up yes exactly wow. i'm gonna take the time to click on these things and do some investigative journalism you know what i mean meanwhile his kids like in the next room being like oh dad your motor your dirt bike fell on me and he's like not now i'm actually in the middle of <laughs> I'm in the middle of some serious investigative journey. I'm in the middle of cracking this case wide open. You know what I mean? Right, right. Uh, <laughs> I, a special kind of guy, I'd say, Andrew. Yeah. Andrew, this person gave it a 6 out of 10. They said, My biggest complaint is the movement rules. Very confusing and not clearly explained in the rule book. The graphic on the movement cards does not help much because you have to line it up every time to see if you're going in the correct direction. Oh, boy. Well, Andrew, this person's just wrong. You know, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to say. It's just flat out everything about this is wrong. The movement uh, in this game just couldn't be clearer, Andrew. The board yep. is 9 squares. There's only 9 squares you can be on. And the diagrams that they're referring to literally have big arrows that <laughs> uh that show th- your movement from one square to another. It's like literally a child could figure out the movement in this game because it doesn't even use words for it. It just says, "Hey, you're on a square. Here's a big arrow pointing to the square you move to. The you move one square in this direction." You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I was about to say this is one of the good things about this game is that they make it very clear on which way you can move. That's pretty funny.
0: I, I guess yeah. it depends because
1: it does. It does. You have to be sitting on your side of the board for your card to be pointing in the right direction. That's part of it. So maybe this person sure, was, but you're
0: doing that. Maybe this any... person
1: was sitting like you know, like French style, like right next to the uh, their their opponent. You know, you're supposed to be sitting on opposite sides of the table. Ah,
0: uh, maybe they just couldn't get away from their uh, their their lover or whatever. Yes. You know what I mean? They, yeah, they're, they they're, know, they're for for long enough to play this game.
1: Right, they're out to eat at a restaurant. They both sit on the same side of the booth and they're playing this game. Uh, yeah, real probably, freaks. Yeah, then they get kicked out for staying too long playing a board game.
0: Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, they buy one coffee and then they play a board game for 3 hours or whatever. Right. Andrew, maybe this person has like a rare disorder where their eyes are unable to perceive arrow shapes or something like that. You know what I mean? Oh, oh.
1: Well, well, in that case, maybe we shouldn't. Uh, all
0: right. Maybe I guess, but I'll <laughs> tell you what. No, there's no way in heck this person's just dumb. I think. Yeah. You're Andrew, right. this person gave it a seven out of ten, and they said arrived August 19 (parentheses two months early). That's it. That was just the review, Andrew. What the heck? <laughs> Kick- oh, okay. kickstarter got fulfilled and sent early uh is what i think they mean by this but yes. like we don't even know how they feel about it it's like is it good is it bad and Seven also so what <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, w- like did it did it, uh, who cares why write that in your review you know what i mean are you saying like one of the things i liked best about this game is that i got it early or you was- know earlier than expected you know what i mean it's like well that doesn't i don't I can tell you that as somebody read and review, I couldn't possibly care less about that. You know, <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna like be reading that, and being like, "Hey, that's a good point. I should get this game because it came to this person early." What the heck? You know what I mean? <laughs> just useless. Also, they gave it a seven out of ten. That's a C, really. Yeah, I don't know whether they mean that they like lost three points because it came too early and they were mad about that. You know what I <laughs> mean? Right. I wasn't <laughs> or It would have been a five if it didn't come early, or like what? I, I just don't. There's no info, and there's also the info that we do have is useless. Came too early. I was not ready. I, w- I was getting ready, and you sent it too early. Andrew, this person gave it a 7.7 7 out of 10, and they said, one needs to involve the brain in order to defeat the opponent. Uh, Andrew, this sounds like a <laughs> quote that they'd print over a picture of like Bruce Lee and then sell <laughs> as a poster to like college kids, and then they would look at it, and they would go, whoa, that's that's deep. You know what I mean? Yeah. One needs to involve the brain in order to defeat the opponent. You know? <laughs> wow. Wow. Are, it's are you true, sure though? It's true on many levels.
1: That wasn't Bruce Lee from Beyond the Grave reviewing this game?
0: Uh, I don't think Bruce Lee's that uh, dumb, but oh. uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good point. Andrew, this person gave it an 8 out of 10, and they said pieces are not resistant to cat and dog teeth. One star. So, (laughs) this person's been playing board games that are, what, Andrew, made out of stainless steel or something like that? You know what I mean? Also, Andrew, I don't know if you caught this, but they say specifically one star in the review, but then they rated it 8 out of 10. So, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I think it's just one of those unexplained mysteries, Andrew, this one. Yep. Andrew, this one, they gave it a 9 out of 10, and they at the end of the review, they said, P.S., the game is also primed for nearly unlimited expansion potential. Okay, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but, like, I don't... It's not any more than any other game, Andrew, you right. know what I mean? It's like... So is every game then? You know, what I mean, like, <laughs> i I know what they're I know what they're trying to say, Andrew. Is that they could just always just like make new Guardian characters or whatever? You know, right. what I mean, like, Which oh, what it's doing. unlimited. You could just keep making new characters and or like new settings or like replace the foxes with bears or blah blah blah. You know <laughs> what I mean? Right. Yeah. But it's like s- cool, but also so what? It's not any different than any game. It's like you could also create. New candy people for Candyland. You know what I mean. It's but we never talk about how unlimited the potential for expansion of Candyland is. You know what I mean. Is is Candyland primed for nearly unlimited expansion potential? You know what I mean. Oh, oh, Snickers boy is in the mix now. I don't know if you guys, uh, (laughs) you know, if you guys pledged early on the Kickstarter, you it looks like you're getting Laffy Taffy monkey. You know what I mean. Like. It's Go for it, but also it's it doesn't make this game different. It would be cool if
1: Candyland characters had different powers that you could use. And you see, we're already improving Candyland. I feel like we talk about Candyland a little too much on this show. And also we talk about Candyland. It's the not perfect a, foil. Not enough it's, on this it, show, really.
0: It's the perfect example for so many things we talk <laughs> about, Andrew. Right god it's a god sin sent straight from god andrew candy no uh,
1: just about every other game we reviewed could have lots of expansions at least the uh non-abstract ones.
0: yeah it's every single game can get expanded theoretically but on the on by going by this logic so it just seems who cares andrew um <laughs> this one gave it a 10 out of 10 perfect score they oh, said right. it's as it's as if a game was created specifically for me so Andrew, I can only guess that this guy mm. loves depictions of foxes where they look bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> this this is it's a created fox, specifically right. for him, Andrew, right. because right. he loves messed up looking foxes.
1: He's got Robin Hood, uh, Disney's Robin Hood plastered all over his wall in his. No, trail. I said he
0: likes messed up looking foxes, no, Andrew, not
1: good looking foxes. But oh well, wait, you didn't hear me out. He's got all the posters hanging up, and then he. Much like you might do in a magazine, a, you, he took a little pen and like you know uh, mm. shaded out some of their teeth, you know, so it looks like they're missing. And he drew little mustaches on some of them, a little devil horns, yes. and yes,
0: yes, gave them like um, a double chin or something like that. Right. And then he and then and then eventually this game came out, and he said, "Hold on." who created somebody been looking through my window has darth maul been peeking through my window here and looking at my posters darth maul, um, <laughs> darth maul um darth
1: maul peeks. that's like one of those uh, wheel of fortune clues right where it's like uh, that uh, before and after oh it's like da- yes darth maul where peak. they
0: smash up two phrases or whatever yeah i'm gonna Love tell
1: uh, pat sajak that should be next week i'm gonna well, i'm i got an in with him so i'll He'll probably I'll get like
0: right it. back to you yeah yeah no, you know what? He'll probably he'll probably respond to you, Andrew. You know what his response will probably be? What? He'll probably be like, oh, yeah, thanks a lot, buddy. Why don't you choke on this? Choke on this.
1: Okay, uh, my friend Pat Sajak would never talk like that, but um, I guess it is time to talk like that. We're going to be talking about... That's
0: my Pat Sajak impression. Oh, <laughs> buddy, oh, why don't you... And- <laughs> oh, come over here, oh. Yeah,
1: spot on. Uh, no, this is the segment where we're going to review how easy it would be for a child to choke on the pieces of this game. I feel like we haven't done this this segment in a while, so I'm really glad to get back. It's to It's been a, a while,
0: Andrew, but our legal uh, department cleared it, uh, and we're and we're ready to go <laughs> for <the> it. <Right>. <laughs> the lawsuit is settled, and we're back to choke on this in every episode. So we're back, baby.
1: Legal disclaimer: Do not try any of the following at home.
0: We're back, baby! Um, well, I mean, you know, nobody wants to hear about kids choking on cards, you know what I mean? So uh, we finally right. got the perfect game to talk about for this, Andrew. And I'll tell you what, Andrew, this truly is the perfect game for this segment, and uh, and here's the reason. Okay. There are, quite literally, choking hazards for any size, any age in this game, Andrew. <laughs> this is...
1: I will add to that, any shaped trachea as well. Uh, you could yeah. have us... Uh, in fact, somebody on, this is true, somebody on Twitter Twitter sent us a photo of a spiral-shaped trachea uh, with some rare condition that somebody had and thought, hmm, this might be perfect for our segment. And you know what? Even that person could choke on some of these uh, guardians. So it's perfect.
0: Yeah. This is one of those things where it's like, uh, the people who make this game are probably like, I got something for that. You know what I mean? Like, they're doing, like, an infomercial. And it's like, anything you need? I got something for that. Any <laughs> any size throat, I got something for that. You know right. what I mean, <laughs> right, Andrew? And I'll tell you why. All these things are all different sizes, baby. You got the power yep. gems, yeah, uh, and those are for those are for newborns. You know what I mean? You just you just popped out. You know what I mean? You're still swaddled. They're snapping pics of you. You know what I mean? They've cleaned you off. Pop one of these. If you, if you end up getting your hands on one of these power gems, uh oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Because this thing is very small. And uh, it's going to slide right in there and cause a lot of trouble, I think. Uh, Very tiny Power Gems for very tiny humans.
1: The Power Gems, now that you mention it, kind of reminds me of... uh, I've seen people who have babies, and they put these, like, amber uh, necklaces on them. Have you seen these? Mm. Uh, And some people Mm. think that these will help some... I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I don't. I haven't researched it, but some people think this helps with like teething and it soothes them somehow. The power of these these amber rocks around their neck. Okay. And the right. The power tokens uh, look a lot like that, so you might actually get them confused. And uh, whoops, yeah, you know, there you go.
0: Uh, yeah, cause... yeah, yeah. Looking for trouble, you know? What I mean, everybody who shops on uh, via Instagram ads is uh, got to watch out for this. You know, what I mean, <laughs> right, <might> exactly. Be... <laughs> but
1: what if I have a child who's older than an infant,
0: Pete? Uh, what, there what we then? go. That's. <laughs> that's that's the spirit andrew black and white uh footage of andrew with an older child and he's just going (sighs) slapping his head you know what i mean Uh, i can't get my child to choke you know what i mean just like tupperware falling all over the place right right, just falling well we got the we got the answer for you andrew it's the damage tokens and the meeples that that's perfect for you know for your infant they can grab one of these damage tokens they are the next size up is what i would say andrew and the meeples as well uh, you know you got a you got a growing boy a growing girl and the power gems they can just throw they can knock those back like uh, yep. miniature m you know what i mean Mhm Well this is this is their challenge this is their mountain to climb the They've, the, they've the officially little hearts graduated and the now. little meeples They've officially yep. graduated to meeples you know what i mean yes. kind of like this episode of our podcast All right now Andrew let's say you got a teen you know what i mean they're acting up and they're like Mm. They have, they're going through an emo phase cause they're uh, because they're very sad. Because everyone re- else gets to choke on stuff, but they don't. They can't. There's cho- there's nothing they can choke on anymore. Well, for them, Andrew, for teens and for adults even, we got those guardian pieces, Andrew. Yeah, they're gonna get in there, and they're gonna. They're not coming back out. No, and they they even have little parts that stick out that are just
1: definitely gonna get stuck on something as it's going down. I mean, these. Oh are- yeah. These are perfect for your team. Uh, you know, you have that rebellious teen who's all like, oh, Ma, "You're embarrassing me with these fox meeples. Like, get them out of here! Right. I'm not a little kid anymore." You know? Uh, right. Hey, right. Exactly. Bring, right. bring around the guardian meeples for them to choke on. They'll they'll appreciate. It. They'll think you're a cool parent then.
0: Yeah. Exactly, or if you're not a cool parent and you're telling them, make sure you don't choke on these tonight or whatever, and they're and they are like, I'll show you. You know what I mean? This right. is what they're gonna need. You know, right? I, like you said, Andrew, a lot of a lot of points jutting out. You know what I mean? It's like if you get these down there good luck you know what i mean yeah. you're gonna have to wait for the stomach acid to uh, maybe come up and get rid of some of these things you're gonna have to somebody's gonna have to melt some butter down there or something like that because uh i don't think <laughs> it's, it's like it's like an arrow you know what I mean? it's like getting shot with an arrow you know what i mean and then they're like they're like well i can't pull it out you know
1: kind of like when the archers in this game shoot the arrows at the guardians and it's it's very annoying right. as the guardian it's
0: like that player yeah. it's essentially like that it's essentially like doing that to your child right now, andrew the other point that I think is very important to bring up is I'll be darned if they don't look like something you should swallow. Every single mm-hmm. one of these, Andrew. Like we said, these things look great. They're colorful. They're vibrant. They look smooth as heck. I well, I col- wouldn't blame anybody for trying to get one of these down their throat. The colors, they went with different colors that you don't usually see
1: on meeples. I mean, this is like a a pink and a like a yeah. kind of like a lighter blue. That's it's not your standard just rainbow colors. These are more like a neony kind of bright colors. Yeah. So yeah, they definitely look like uh, you know what they look like. They're this, they're bigger, but they they're the same color as uh, Nerds candy. You know, the classic blue and pink uh, Nerds mm-hmm. candy, and like the different shades that they yes. have there. That's what this yes. is. Yes, it looks these like, giant... mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Look like these are Nerds colored.
1: Yes, they look like giant Easter candy, nerds. candy colored, giant Nerds, um, kind of like us. You know, uh, so it's perfect.
0: Hey, pushing <laughs> up my glasses. Um. <laughs> hey, you.
1: Why you say that?
0: Well, Andrew. Hold on. Uh, we could be. We could talk about this all night, but I, I feel like I just heard a knock at your door.
1: Okay, well, um, I guess I'll open it up. It can only be one person. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was right. Come on in. It's Dr. Fraser Crane. Dr. Fraser Crane.
0: Right on time. Rolling up... Uh, very uh, punctual Dr. Fraser <laughs> as Crane. As always, as always. This is the countdown, Andrew, of the top 10 phrases that you'll hear someone say while playing Skull Callow.
1: Number 10.
0: Oh, this reminds me of my favorite song by R.E.M.,
1: Shiny Happy Meeples. And it goes a little something like this. A
0: one, a two.
1: Number nine.
0: Mr. Fox, this is the dentist office with a courtesy call reminding you of your 4 p.m. appointment tomorrow to fix all those teeth. Thanks. Number eight.
1: Ooh, my skin is crawling. I feel like I got foxes running up and down my spine.
0: Number seven. Mr. Fox, this is the dentist's office again, reaching out to reschedule your appointment that you missed yesterday. Give us a call, please.
1: Number six. All right, shh, now don't wake the guardians. Okay, oh, great, now look what you did. All right,
0: all right, call in the foxes. Come on, here we go. Number five. Mr. Fox, dentist's office again begging you to make an appointment for those teeth, please. Thanks. Number four. Okay, so I just took the BuzzFeed quiz,
1: and it said my personality was most like Grok, a.k.a. the giant bear made out of rocks, so uh, I'll play as him today.
0: Number three. Mr. Fox, it's the dentist's office, and we can't live with ourselves knowing you're out there with those teeth looking like that, so we're going to come to you. In case you see us approaching you on the street, just wanted to give you the heads up. Thanks. Number two.
1: I like the artwork on this box. I will not play as the fox.
0: I do not like them, Sam-I-Am. I do not like these STUPID LITTLE FOXES! Number 1 Okay, Mr. Fox. Dentist's office again to let you know you left us no choice but to release Grok, the Guardian, to come crush us all. So this is just a courtesy call to let you know your appointment with Grok is tomorrow at 10 a.m. Take care! <laughs> chess break okay chess break time baby let's yes. take a break for some chess andrew this is yeah. of course our ongoing game of chess and uh well we've got a little bit of time andrew so i'm gonna go ahead and take my next move if you don't mind oh i don't mind at all go ahead Doug. what what do you got for well that's me? good i don't mind sliding my bishop from h4 to g3 andrew doing a little bit of a moonwalk back so, no whoop, sliding
1: away no way Hold on, let's let's mm, check this all right you know? So if you wanna see how funky uh Pete's Bishop got, just go ahead and visit on our Tumblr, okay? to can play that game podcasttumblrcom dot Right? That's gonna be mm-hmm. on there. Yeah, so go ahead and check that out. You'll be able to see all of our moves and um, you know, start making bets. What do you think? Who do you think's gonna win?
0: Uh do you think that was a <laughs> smart move? <laughs> yeah start uh this is gonna be a well andrew we've given the we've given the gambling industry a a Uh boon a real windfall with this one there people are gonna be lining up to take bets on this left and right this might not be legal in your
1: state so please check uh yeah you gotta
0: check with your local um whatever gambling (laughs) i don't know who the heck you'd check with just check with some guy on the street just be like, "Oh, bud. Oh. Oh, check with Pat Sajak. Check uh, with Pat Sajak. <laughs> well, Andrew, that's done. We can't ha- we don't have time for that anymore. No, no, we got to no, no, no. move on. We got to And move on. let's say the world's done too, Andrew. Oh, yeah, that's saying- right. I want to get post-apocalyptic.
1: post-apocalyptic okay so we are getting a little post-apocalyptic here okay so we're saying that uh it's the apocalypse there's only one copy of this game left you and i are going to be fighting over this game for our tribes right mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. what weapon how bad do you want this game of skullcalla what weapon you bring in to the fight
0: andrew i'm gonna bring a two by four okay, okay. and here's why I don't have to spend too much time prepping for this showdown if I'm just going to grab a spare 2x4. You know what I mean? Personally, Andrew, I'm not the hugest fan of this game. I think you are. And so I don't mind if I don't get it. Uh I can maybe nap right up until the time that it's showdown. You know what I mean? And then just wake up and grab a random board that I find along the street, you know, because the world's... All the buildings are probably, like, crushed or something like that. Right. So there's probably just a bunch of random trash all over the place and uh, debris and detritus. So I'll just grab a a piece of wood, Mm -hmm. and I'll just walk up and say, what's up to you? Know what I mean? Right. I got enough to chase you away, unless you're really dedicated, in which case... It's all yours in that case.
1: So you're gonna, you tell me, you're gonna sleep right up until the fight. So you're you're taking the Pretty guardian, much. you're taking the giant guardian approach to this. Is you're sleeping. Oh, and then, and then you have awoken
0: me. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Well, uh, if you're just going to bring a 2x4, I think I got you beat here, Pete. I really do enjoy playing this game. I want to play it with my tribe when hmm. the world is done. So I brought all my magic runes, just like from this game, right? I brought what? all the... Ma- I'm going to be... Yeah, I'm going to be casting spells. You know, there's going to be like, you know, roots popping up from all right. the ground and grabbing your legs and stuff okay. like that. Okay,
0: Andrew, yeah. um... You know, I'm talking about post-apocalyptic Earth, baby, like real world. I'm not talking. This isn't uh, Mordor or whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, or uh, I thought... this ain't uh, Disney's Robin Hood or whatever. What? You know what I mean? I'm talking <laughs> about. On. I'm talking about getting grounded in reality here. Uh, so, I, you know, magic is only uh, something that you can do if you're David Blaine or Chris Angel or something like that. Ah, uh,
1: I see. Well,
0: uh... In that case, I guess you won the game. So congratulations uh, with your two by four. Oh, okay. I oh, so just, yeah. So you just bring nothing because you're, uh, you well, just, <laughs> I, I'm like one of these LARPing guys out there. You know, I'm like, all right. And I'm going to
1: cast. You just you know. roll up
0: to this fight and you're <laughs> like uh, going like pew, pew, pew. Yeah. And like, you're like, what? And I just take the game and I go, okay, well, uh, I go, man, ouch. It's really hurting me. You know what I mean? <laughs> Right. Well, Andrew, you know what? I take take the game and I start to walk away and I turn around and I go, "Hey kid." Oh, like a b- Big Joe Green or whatever. I go, "Hey kid, catch." And then I flip the thing at you and I go, "I'm not I don't really like it anyway." And then I walk away. <laughs> <laughs> and and then I'm like, "Oh, gee, thanks,
1: mister." And I'm holding a <laughs> yeah, uh, football jersey and I'm like, you know buying
0: a pepsi or whatever yeah okay perfect that's the real magic is human kindness
1: that's the kind of
0: magic that exists in this world andrew and uh you might not have heard about it because it's been long dormant (laughs) being one of those guys there's a little thing called kindness that might be missing from today you know what i mean (laughs) and then you take your little game and you just go shrink away andrew goodbye never see you again wait hold Uh... on speaking of shrink
1: Yo, babe, I'm shrunk.
0: Yeah, that's right. It's
1: Yo, Babe, I'm Shrunk. Okay, this is the segment where we are talking about if we were involved in a terrible science experiment that's gone wrong, and we got shrunk. Now we're a quarter-inch high, so... But you know, of course we still got to finish our game of Skull Kahlo. So uh, are we still going to be able to play this game? How are we going to get it done? Mm-hmm. Are we going to be able to accomplish mm-hmm. the task, Pete? What do you think? Dedication is yep. a factor, so we want to get we want to get this game finished if we can.
0: Truly so, Andrew. Dedication is in fact a factor. Yeah, One right. acronym, Andrew, four words. Okay. LARP. LARP, LARP. Andrew. Yeah. Live action role play. We're I knew Skull Hollow LARPing baby.
1: Yes. This is great for the foxen player, I think, because now you're as tall as these foxes, basically. You're a little shorter maybe, but um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean you're, you're right up in there. and now and all of a sudden that giant meeple looks really looks giant.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. The big guardian is actually a big guardian. You know what I mean? That little yeah. wood cutout, basically. Oh, it's great, baby. Uh, as soon as we get Yo Baby shrunked, I'm hopping on that board, Andrew. And I'm like uh, looking down at the board. I'm going, this is my village. I must protect it. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be acting like I'm shooting arrows at the guardian figure. You know, maybe like toothpicks or something like that. Rubber bands and toothpicks, maybe. I'm gonna be climbing up on that thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe I'm going to be using like a chocolate bar as like a step stool or something like that. I don't know how I'm <laughs> going to get up there, and if I fall, I'll probably die. But uh, right. I'll no, use be... like assorted, you know, I'll have like a peanut that I climb up on, and then, uh, <laughs> uh, and then, and then I do <laughs> use Were that you... as a to boost me up or something. You could
1: put like a cotton ball underneath of it just in case you do fall. You know, that'll that'll work.
0: There we go, Andrew.
1: Thank you for that. Yes, that's great as somebody who usually plays as the guardian i will say though that um this game just became way more asymmetric because now my job is a lot harder if i ever want to move my meeple because this thing is giant it's it's gigantic way too heavy for yeah, me to push that could be yeah i'm gonna have to like gulliver travels this thing you know i'm gonna have to like uh, throw a bunch of ropes uh, on it and like pull it around like that get you know off the heave oh rope, yeah get a whole army of people trying to pull this thing down
0: so I don't I think know. That part see, would be fun. I knew you were going to bring up Gulliver's Travels, Andrew, because I knew that that is actually what you want uh, this game to uh, to be. You want a reskin of this game, Gulliver's Travels. <laughs> well, version of it.
1: I mean, I'm not that big of a Gulliver's Travels.
0: Isn't that the mm, okay? Like,
1: well, you don't have to be modest,
0: Andrew. Okay, <laughs> folks, this is when we revealed that Andrew is a huge Gulliver Travels no, no, no. fanatic. <laughs> I, I half read it in high school. That's all I know. Uh, yeah, yeah, he half it read like, it. 50 times, you know what I mean? Which means he read it 25 times, and I he mean, goes fully. Anyway. Can we talk about that book for a second? It's weird. He goes to a place where never, little... ha- Never read it. I watched okay. the Wishbone uh, TV episode, I think, about it. Remember Wishbone?
1: Oh, oh yeah. Wishbone. Now you're talking my language. There's a little dog that yeah. travels through time and literature? Okay.
0: Oh, you... Oh, little dogs are fine, Andrew,
1: but little foxes are... No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Well, it's, it's not a cartoon dog with bad teeth, okay? So... Mm-hmm. Uh... <laughs> i'm getting a little tired of talking about these foxes uh so anyway no but i'm uh gulliver's travels he goes to a place where there's little tiny people and then he goes to a place where there's giant people and he's tiny kind of like in this segment he he got yo shrunked right Ooh, he got yo babe shrunked yeah yeah, (laughs) yo babe shrunked (laughs) and but then there's like another part that uh, this is where i lost interest where like it's like horse people or something like that and there's a bunch of people okay horse- this is
0: where i'm starting to get interested <laughs> <not even. laughs>
1: people with horse heads and they and and they all think like they ride people around i think is what it is i'm not sure uh okay
0: i kind of checked out it's at just, that point this was like before comedy was like a developed thing like this was before like snl and uh right. family guy and everything like that so <laughs> right, right somebody was like what about a world where uh horses rode people and i guess somebody was just like "Wah ha ha ha!" you know what i mean they're just going nuts right. uh they could never imagine it before
1: it's like several hundred years ago so it's pretty good for back then
0: what about fish that fly in the sky and somebody's just <laughs> their head explode they're like you're blowing my mind over here that might even be in there i don't remember but that sounds like it could be the fourth chapter I'm not yeah sure. i'm just i'm just rewriting gulliver's travels so it's just just take it just take a thing and then have it do the opposite thing, and that was like, right? You know, you were you were Lorne Michaels, right? Right. People were loving it. Just <laughs> People were loving up it outside the bookstore. Andrew, uh, yeah, you might have to get some ropes around these bad boys to move them. I'll help you though, Andrew. How about that? Okay, you oh, take that's one nice. leg, I'll take the other. We'll move that's it. Nice. And then here's the best part, Andrew, is that when I when I finally beat the Guardian, know what I mean? You and I. We'll just push that baby over, and it'll be a, just a real satisfying, you know, timber. Uh, it's just going to smash down onto the board. Everybody cheers, yeah, jumping up and down. Everybody cheering. cheers, you know. Yeah. Um, you've been beaten, of course, because you played as the Guardian, but uh, but even well, you're happy, you know what I mean? Right. Because,
1: well, because I don't have to push around that giant Guardian anymore, yeah.
0: Yeah yeah you're like finally (laughs) now can we go uh, wave uh, get our children's attention so that they can make us big again (laughs) and I go yes now we can Andrew
1: (laughs) the first priority is finishing the game of Skullcallow yes and then the second priority is returning to normal size yeah perfect (laughs) All right, Pete. Well, uh, I guess it's time for me to ask that, uh, that for question. For one man. last
0: segment, Andrew. Yes, you're right. A uh, little surprise segment here, Andrew, that I have uh, kind of come up with on the fly. Now that I see you got something really gnawing at you, Andrew. This is a segment we like to call Let's Talk About These Foxes.
1: Let's Talk About These Foxes. Um you kidding me you 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 made a, a music stinger for this to pete we we kind of talked about yeah. this we already we already talked all about the foxes we don't need to do a whole segment about let's talk about these yeah foxes.
0: but it seems like it's really at you, andrew i think we got to get to the bottom of this I, I can like be a therapist and we'll uh, maybe i'll do like some hypnotherapy and see what's really yeah. bothering about you guys yeah. Yeah. these guys because it you know we agree that the mouths are are, are messed up uh, that's kind of where yeah, it well, ends well, for we, me but it seems like it goes really deep for you into something yeah, deep-seated well, we, no 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 we we already talked i explained my feelings on the foxes all right i have mm-hmm. my reason you explained not... probably roughly like five percent of your feelings about the foxes but i'm seeing it's kind of like an iceberg you know how you only see the top but underneath it's like this huge uh no. piece of ice underneath i think probably there's something real deep going uh dark going down in your your soul there and trying to draw it out with this segment
1: yeah this is not like you're trying to make me it's like a batman origin story or something where i got attacked by foxes. Yeah. No, this is just i just don't i just don't care for the foxes that much i don't really want to, i think the
0: listeners are probably tired of hearing and about the these reason foxes. you don't care for them we have not uncovered fully yet i think maybe no, just, no, no, we no. just need a little bit more time here to uh delve into <laughs> uh you know what maybe happened in your past or something like that no i'm i'm done i am done
1: talking about foxes on this episode i will not no i'm it's in my contract <laughs> no more foxes no i'm not talking about these foxes nope Segment is over, so we're gonna get to.
0: Here we go. Our big question: Two could talk about foxes, but should they? Andrew, no. yes, you're right. Two, <laughs> no, no, the no, two no. of us could could get to the bottom of this. No, uh, no but not. should we? I'd say a hundred percent sure that we should get to the bottom of this. Andrew, no, we are we are zero percent talking about these foxes
1: anymore. We're done. We're done with the foxes. We're Come moving on. on to the end of the show here. Two could play this game,
0: but should they? But should they instead get to the bottom of no. <sighs> Andrew's crazy? Ir- irregular uh almost obsessive uh you know problem with these uh specifically with these small animals not, being are making in this game all right
1: now now i'm getting real angry about these foxes. okay we're about to uh oh, about to have a fight here about these foxes okay no we are well not andrew about foxes.
0: the question is two could play this game but should they two could play this game but should they
1: are you kidding me are you kidding me we just you you used what? said the, the line and i so now we're not going to talk
0: about these foxes oh, why well, okay. you want to get back Whatever. into it we can jump right back into the no, segment no, andrew no, i can no, uh, no, I'm, I'm... no it's, it's fine it's fine all yeah. right okay okay andrew let's talk about how sure we are that two people should play this game skull callo from zero percent sure to a hundred percent sure andrew
1: Okay, so I'll get my rating here between zero and 100%. I really like this game. I mean, as much as I did not want to talk about the foxes, if you just change the foxes to be something else, a little more in line with the Guardians, I am on board with this game. I love it.
0: That's the only change you need.
1: Uh, no, almost. Uh, it's refreshing to play a game where you're, first of all, it's just fighting. Like the, the uh, object of the game is very simple. You're just trying to fight each other. It reminds me of a video game, like we said. I love the yeah. the little that you have to climb onto the monster and you disable the different abilities and so there's a lot yep. of strategy there. It just it really reminds me of a video game, and I know people say, Oh, you could just play a video game instead. But I wanna play a nice board game with my friend. Uh I, I loved yeah I love this game. I think it's really, really fun. I am okay. gonna say my final score is ninety one percent sure that
0: two people should play this game. I'm I'm loving it. I think it's great. Holy moly. I believe that's your third highest score that we've ever given a game, Andrew. Is that right? Wow, I didn't even know that. I believe so.
1: I would even say that it's the the big thing for me is got tons of replay value because you got so many different guardians to like. Once you get good at one, it's like starting over when you when you go with a new guardian, and same thing to a lesser extent with the uh, with the fox leaders as well. They're, they have some special powers too. But actually, it, it, the strategy goes with when you are the foxes, your strategy has to change when you're fighting against different uh, guardians. So it's, it's tons of replay value on this.
0: Interesting. I agree with What'd a lot of that, Andrew. I, I think that this game is very novel in a lot of ways, Andrew. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the idea of climbing up on the bad guys, disabling, like, like you said, uh, just to fell a giant beast is something I, I've not encountered uh, really in games before. I think it's really cool. I just think in general, Andrew, there's just not a, a lot of choices that you can make despite mm. it seeming like a game where you make a bunch of tactical choices. You brought up the idea that the foxes, you said, like, you know, they're a little bit less so, you know what I mean, in a diff- variety in what you do. And, and that's it's. I'd say it's a lot a bit less so with the foxes yeah. compared to the guardians in, in what you can do and the choices you can make because when you're the foxes, You get like a hand... This is a hand management game. You get a handful of cards and you're trying to move them all around the board. You just... You can either move a square or you can uh, melee, use a sword to stab something, or you can shoot an arrow, basically. And that's essentially it. You've got like... Those are the choices. I mean, you know, you can leap up onto them, which is one action too. I guess that gives you one more action, but it's like you only leap up onto them to do the melee, basically. So it just seems like there's just not a lot of of choices in that respect. Even as the Guardians, I feel like um, they have like a wider variety of moves they can take. They have maybe like five things they can do instead of like three things they can do for the right. foxes but even that I feel like just doesn't feel like a ton of variety especially when a, when some other games that are all about like moving around the board and, and taking on your opponent you can do a lot more just strategies of, of like building up supplies or you get the feeling that like ah I, I, I've come up with a very clever move you know some games give you that where it's uh-huh. like I, you know if I move this here and then I do this thing to prepare and then the next turn I'm going to be doing this thing I just just didn't feel like i got that a lot in this game um i felt more like in this game well you know like this is the move i i have to make in this situation really i really i need to move this person and then i i I should really shoot an arrow now you know what i mean and then um Mm. well i gotta get up on the monster to start stabbing it you know what i mean so it just didn't feel like i was having these moments where i was like coming up with a very clever strategy i was just kind of like playing out what needed to happen basically with the small amount of moves that i had and even as the guardians you feel like it's like well i gotta start smashing these Folks, So I got to move towards them and then I'm going to have to smash them or spit acid on them or whatever. And if they climb up on me, well, I just got to make sure I throw them off if I can. You know what I mean? So I don't feel like you ever feel like you've you've decided to come up with a very clever approach um, to, to, to th- completing your objective. This
1: is where I I think this is where we differ on a lot of these games because you like to think about long term strategy and stuff like that. See, I like that mm-hmm. there. First of all, there aren't a lot of choices. I kind of like that it simplifies things. But also, it's all about which cards you draw at what time. It's like what is available to me right now, especially mm-hmm. as a guardian. You're like you're like, oh man, I wish I I wish I could heal right now, or I wish I could do this move, but I can't because I only mm-hmm. have two two cards in my hand or something like that you know and i Mm -hmm, don't have the mm -hmm, i don't mm -hmm. have the right cards but when you when they do line up just magically by random chance and you're like oh man now i can put together a combo i can do i can move i can hit Mm -hmm. and then i can move over here you know and so when it does line up yeah it it, i just love it so i love when you get lucky that's what i like i like getting lucky
0: i hear you I, I love those I love those games, Andrew, where you can like uh, there's like fifty different things you can do. You know what I mean? Like a feast for Odin wow. type thing where it's like it's like well right now if I wanted to, I could uh, I could go into the potion shop and I could buy a red potion and a blue potion. If I combine the red and the blue potion, I get a purple potion. And that's then too much. if I, you know what I mean too uh, much uh, color and, and mixing. I could, for me uh, I could go to the vegetable patch and uh, you know, or I could go to the mines. I could mine some silver. I'm gonna make the silver into a silver axe, you know what I mean? Meanwhile they're gonna distract him while I make the silver axe. You know what I mean? Like that's that really gets me going, that kind of stuff. No, but I instead, see, it just seems like this was very stripped down. I'm just more like Godzilla or King Kong. I just want to
1: smash, you know. I'm just Hulk smash, yeah. mm-hmm. you know.
0: Mm-hmm. And get, uh, yeah.
1: that, that's all I care about. But no, I get it. I get it.
0: Yeah. Well, to me, that feels more uh, feels a lot like can I wear you down before you wear me down, kind of thing. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And and um, I don't know. I, maybe that is just something that somebody really really likes. But uh, but for me, I, I'd like to I'd like to come up with some more complex plans, yeah, basically. Okay. So I, I'd say honestly there is so much about this game that i really do love andrew the whole uh, idea behind it the way the art style the the components almost every single thing about this game i really love andrew uh except the kind of the core gameplay i feel like um wow. which is why i gave it a 65 percent sure that two people should play this game andrew oh okay well that's yeah i still above 50 percent there but uh yeah i see where yeah it's it from. not Bad necessarily. I just, you know, I, I'm not there. I'm not right there with you where I look forward yeah. to playing this thing necessarily. Oh, you know? see, so.
1: I, I love looking. Well, you know what? We can respectfully disagree. Okay. And it doesn't have to come to fisticuffs unless you bring up those foxes again. Okay. That's the only, that's the only, <laughs> <laughs> come up. Well, you
0: seem to have brought them up again, Andrew. So, uh, that's uh, I- <laughs> Andrew, let's check in on our leaderboard and see where Skullcalo falls. <laughs> leaderboard. Okay, so we're going to take a look
1: at the big old leaderboard. This leaderboard is getting big now. We got 21 games on here, and you gave mm-hmm. it 65, I gave it 91, and that's going to come out to an average of 78% sure the two people should play skull collar That is our official score, folks. 78. That ain't bad, baby. That ain't bad. No. And so where is that falling on our leaderboard? That's going to be right at the number 10 spot currently. 10 out of 21, so just barely in the top half. Top half,
0: baby. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ahead of the curve. And it falls uh, right between Lost Cities, which I really love, Mm -hmm. and Hive, which we really enjoy as well. So, I mean, this is a game that we looks like on average, we, we do enjoy it. I, I I don't mind playing this with you, Andrew. I, I don't know that it would be my first choice, but let's do it. If, you know what I mean? It's the kind of thing where if you really wanted to do it, I'm down. No,
1: I get it. Oh, that's interesting. I'm looking at you. You like Lost Cities and Hive more than Skull Skullcallow, but I like Skull Skullcallow more than Lost Cities and Hive. So according there to There you go. Here. If you want to see all these detailed stats, if you're a real stat head, you you're interested in baseball averages and the averages that we give board games just go ahead and check out again our website slash tumblr to can play that game podcast dot and it's right up there for you mm-hmm. in all its glory and if
0: you're really into uh fat heads uh, <laughs> as opposed to stat heads Right. Which is to say, those uh, decals that you can uh, put up on your wall of like Tom Brady or something like that, uh, right. or uh, again, Serena Williams or something players, like that. Yeah. Right. Then you should probably go to uh, probably like I don't know, Fathead.com or Fatheads.com or something like um, that. I don't know. Honestly, uh, good luck because I don't really know the exact address, and I feel like you're going to end up in some pretty risky territory if you just try <laughs> to blindly go visit that site. So <laughs> I don't know. Go to a search engine first. Yeah, you maybe go to a search engine first and put the safe surf on safe safe surf on yeah baby safe 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 surf, surf. Surf surfing safe surfing the net (laughs) and uh, you'll get there you'll get some decals for your wall i don't know if that company's still around but uh you know if you want uh, danica patrick on your wall or something like that i don't know yeah (laughs) all i know danica patrick from is literally go daddy commercials so uh (laughs) i think she raced cars but yeah indie cars you know what i mean I, I, I would, uh, you know, if I went to her Wikipedia and it said that she her, she started out her career as the GoDaddy spokesperson and then uh, got into racing cars afterwards, <laughs> I would, uh, yeah I'd be, I'd believe it. I don't know. <laughs> but that's all I know we're from. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. But, uh, you know, we always got to make sure at the end of
1: our, before we sign off here, Pete, we got to make sure, are we cool? Are we cool?
0: Yeah, Andrew, you're right. Fat head decals for your wall do sound really cool. But uh we're more interested in whether you you and I are cool. I could get a fat head of Andre the Giant
1: on my wall. What do you think? Would it fit on my wall, Andre the Giant?
0: Yeah. It might be more expensive because there's a lot of head there's a lot of that's a big head, no I mean? right. yeah. uh to go around. If that's to size, you know, scaled to size, uh I mean, I'm just to yeah, you might be paying a little extra for that one, Andrew, know what I mean? They
1: call that a callback, you know, back to the top of the show where I was talking about Andre the Giant. You remember that thing that
0: I made up? Yeah, Jerry Seinfeld calls that a callback. You know That's I mean? right. He I learned, it, that uh, learned that from Jerry. I learned that from Jerry Seinfeld, you know? <laughs> All right, are Andrew, we cool? <laughs> are we cool? How many points did our friendship go up and, or down after playing Skullcallow? All right, well... um as I've said, it's one
1: of my favorite games that we've played, but it is a fighting game, and it's very frustrating, I think. Sometimes if your plan is not going the way you want it to, you're getting these little foxes on you, they're shooting little tiny arrows at you, or or the other way around, you're just, uh, your your little meeples are getting thrown off the board left and right. Um, so at the end of this game, I there's a little bit of frustration, so I'm going to say our friendship went down, minus two on this game.
0: Whoa. Yep. How dare you, Andrew?
1: No, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry, that makes perfect but uh, sense. that's it. It's, a, it's, a, it's an aggressive game.
0: Well, Andrew, I'm going to say zero points, neutral, flat Ooh. zero, baby. Didn't go up, didn't go down, stayed the same. Wow. Andrew, in this game, there's just enough to think about that you can't really have a conversation while playing. So it's not one of those games where it's just like right. mindless enough that you and I just talk while we slap down cards or something like that. But in my opinion, it's also not cool enough uh, stuff going on To think about and leave you feeling, like, thrilled that you just did what you did. You know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know. A zero. Okay. Well, I guess we're not cool then. A net negative, thanks to you. Hey, you're welcome. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And thank you, listeners, for tuning in to to can Play That Game. And also, thank you for tuning in next time. Thanks in advance, you know, ending my email with thanks in advance for your cooperation. Thanks in advance for uh, tuning in next time. That's just professional. Unless you get another friend, uh, of course. Yeah, that's right. Uh, In which case, you should probably tune in to
1: the podcast called got any threes
0: got any threes
1: any threes that's that steve urkel themed uh, board game podcast for three people you remember that one
0: that's right yeah Yeah. no i love that one Uh, family matters uh... uh classic
1: you remember when when the one uh, host on there always wins, and then they say, Oh, did I do that?" You know, they always say stuff. Yeah, like that. Yeah,
0: right. After every move, actually, you in the instruction that right. it says you have to say, "Did I do that?" So you move your you move your meeple, and you go, "Did I do that?" It gets it gets a little annoying to listen to, but
1: it's it's a good show.
0: But then the best part is when they switch over to the the Stefan Urkel. Segment of the oh, podcast, yes, which is where everything get, actually gets cool and not annoying at all. Yes, and um, that's a good but, segment. You know, at the same, at that point, you're like, but is this what this really, what this podcast is all about? And that's why the right. very, by the very next episode, they're back to being Steve Urkel from the beginning. Right, you know what I mean. Right. It's a constant flow. It's kind of like you know the yin and yang of the world, if you will, the oh, yin yeah. and yang of TGI Friday. Yin and yang. broadcasting. Wasn't that the yep. name of the, the TGIF? I don't know. What? <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the name of the. Um, oh,
1: TGIF on the on programming TV. block. Oh, yes TGIF.
0: Yes, that was. I guess that was on
1: there. Yeah. I used to watch reruns. Step by people. step, Family Matters. Yeah.